0: Hello and welcome to the Yarniacs Podcast. This is episode 56, take two, which we are recording on Tuesday, February 18th. I'm Gail. And I'm Charlene. And we are sitting out at Seabright Beach in Santa Cruz tonight. We recorded this episode exactly one week ago and when I went to edit it this weekend, it was broken so now it's the evening and we're out looking out at an incredibly beautiful view of Seabright Beach we have our yacht harbor and the lighthouse on our left side and on the right side is the wharf and the cliffs and there's a sailboat out there and and
1: surfers it's incredibly flat out that's all I have to say there are people out floating but it's amazingly flat and calm there are a few clouds in the sky, and it was 70 degrees today. Yeah,
0: it's the ocean is still in flat, but there are waves, so hopefully you're going to hear some waves in the background. Yeah, and Not that's too true. <laughs> much of the ambient noise of people in the background, but because it's a beautiful evening, there will be some of that. Yes. All right. What are you wearing? I am wearing
1: my dragonflies Jumper by Hohe Locatelli, which I knit in the fall of 2012. And if you will remember, it was my go-to sweater last year. I wore this one several times a week. I just, I loved this sweater. I still love this sweater. I shouldn't (laughs) say loved. I still love this sweater. But I realized I wasn't wearing it as much this year because I'm so afraid of wearing it out, which is really silly because isn't that the best thing? There are dolphins out there again.
0: (laughs) I just spotted them. See them? Oh
1: yeah, I see them. Oh my gosh dolphins again. Yep, dolphins again. They're coming to say hi to the Yarniacs. We seem to hit them every time we come to record at the beach. Oh, it's so cool. It's very nice. Sorry to interrupt you, but I had to point them out. that's okay. I think it's fun for everybody to hear about our Local, local wildlife activity yeah. local wildlife local sea life I should well say. yeah
0: because other wildlife the surfer next to us is getting into his wetsuit <laughs> i missed the disrobing but uh, it must have happened
1: <laughs> there was a towel involved
0: yeah i think so <laughs> surfers are pretty good at that yes yeah,
1: so they they know how to go from one outfit to the other without,
0: without exposure exposing mm-hmm. yes
1: <laughs> they're used to having to do it <laughs> But anyway, my Dragonfly's jumper, as I was saying, I wasn't wearing it as much this year because I was afraid of wearing it out, which I do realize is very silly. That's the best compliment there can be to a sweater, to be wearing it constantly, right? And I agree. <laughs>
0: if you've worn it out, you should knit it again. Exactly,
1: exactly. And I did say when I knit this one that I wanted to knit it again, which I often say you do. about my favorite sweaters. Yep. So.
0: It's absolutely what? true <laughs> what are you wearing gail i am wearing my solstice cardigan which is a pattern by cecily glawick mcdonald that she did through quinson company yarn and i knit this with my erin erin worsted weight yarn which is an imperial stock ranch yarn and the yarn i used was dyed by madeline tosh and we'll go more into erin later in this episode because it's also what we are swatching And I adore this sweater. It is an open front cardigan and it has lots of different textures to it. There is a moss stitch pattern on the fronts of the sweater. It has a slight shawl collar with kind of a sailor back of the sweater. (laughs) We're laughing about the dolphins. And my son thought it was a hood the other day, but it's not. And that sailor part of the back of the sweater that folds down from the back of my neck is ribbed and then there is a cable pattern that runs down both sleeves and down the sides of the waist of the sweater and on the front of the pocket so it has pockets and there is a ribbed section that goes around the waistline so there is no actual shaping to the sweater but that ribbed stitch kind of gives it a shape yeah it gives it a waist per se so i really really like this sweater I finished it about two weeks ago, and I have literally worn it every single day since I finished (laughs) it. It's now my new go-to sweater. Because of the Erin yarn, it's very light and lofty, so it's warm without being heavy, and I just adore it. And because it's open front, I don't heat up too much. So if I'm cold, I just pull it tighter around myself, and if not, I let it hang open.
1: Are you gonna bring this one to stitches?
0: I don't think I'll bring it to stitches because I don't think I'll need anything this warm because we'll be inside the yeah, whole time. I think it would be overkill.
1: That's what I was thinking, too, unless it gets a lot colder there than it does here, which I don't It doesn't. Think. It's warmer there than I it is we'll here. Because I know we'll be going out for dinners and that kind of thing, but it's been pretty mild.
0: Yeah. So. Yeah, I don't think I'll be bringing this one. So that's what I'm wearing. What have you been stocking?
1: What am I stocking? I am stocking... Some hats, specifically the Sal Cal Trio by Monica Sirna. And I should mention that Monica is the designer of the Nosge leg warmers that Gail knit previously, I want to say a couple episodes ago.
0: It was summertime? Summertime? Okay. In the summer, yeah.
1: Well, you really loved those leg warmers. And the thing that really appeals to me about these hats is the beautiful cabling mm-hmm. on all three of the hats. I just love them. The trio, it's a trio, so there are three hats, Mazurka, Let's Jump, and Counterturn. And they all have cables and an optional pom-pom. And when I was considering talking about these hats, I PM'd Monica, the designer, and I said, you know, I'm going to mention the hats. Is there anything else that I should know? And she did tell me that since each hat has a pom-pom, she included in the pattern a pom-pom tutorial about how to make the pom-poms and then how to sew it on. So instead of just having a line at the end of the pattern that says make pom-pom attached to hat she has instructions to talk you through the process which I thought was really nice that is awesome very very nice because sometimes if you've never done it before you don't know how to and even if you've done it before everybody could learn a new way to do it maybe there's a better way yeah exactly something that can add to your repertoire of skills so I thought that was really nice and the other thing she mentioned was that she somewhat gleaned the inspiration to include the tutorial from a previous discussion we had had on our podcast. I think it was... That's so cool. Yeah, it is. I think it was about that slipper book when we were talking about how they had tutorials for
0: all the different
1: techniques used in the slippers and and we thought that that was just fabulous that they talked the knitter through the process. So... Something to know about that pattern, but the hats are just really cute. All, like I said, little cables. They're all written for Aaron or heavy worsted that is knit to about 20 stitches to 4 inches in cable pattern. And they just look really fun.
0: Well, and if you want to see beautiful fo pictures, there are lots of them, including from one of our awesome listeners, Jen, who is knitwise, pearlwise. Yes, that's she right. She knit them, and they're glorious. Yeah. they're so pretty. <laughs> they really are. And these also have, so it's an ebook with three patterns, right? Right. Or you can probably buy you them. You can individually. buy the pattern
1: separately. Okay. As well. Yeah.
0: There are matching cowls for each of the hats as well. So if you oh, that's like right. matchy matchy, you yeah. can knit matching cowl and hat for yes. each of those three.
1: And the second thing I am stocking, I am stocking shawl patterns for approximately 500 yards of yarn. I got a lovely skein of Serenity Silk Plus yarn, which is a Merino Cashmere Silk blend from Zen Yarn Garden.
0: And it's so pretty. It's so pretty. It's called Indigo,
1: and it is purpley, dark purple, with a little blues, but mostly dark tonal purples very, and it's very lovely. such
0: a cool combination of fiber content and color it's just luscious it
1: is it's wonderful and totally me yes totally <laughs>
0: you absolutely
1: and i purchased that when i was in san francisco a couple of weekends ago and i was lucky enough to visit a store there called imagine it and i posted a link in our ravelry group that the wonderful ladies at imagine it took a Photo of me when I was there. So there's a photo of me (laughs) standing in front of a wall of yarn on their blog. So if you haven't seen that, if you want to see that, you could look for that on the blog.
0: I thought that was so cool. (laughs) Charlene was texting me about that when she was there and I was squealing to my family. Oh my gosh,
1: Charlene's a celebrity and they're taking her picture. It was so cute though. It was just fun. It was kind of embarrassing, but it was fun because. Everybody was immediately so friendly and talked about their knitting projects, and it was just neat. It was just a way to connect with people, which I really enjoyed.
0: Although every time, well, I've only been in Imagine It twice. They are really, really nice there, yeah, just in general. They are. Yeah.
1: Wonderful store. And then the third thing I'm stocking is a new pattern from Hohi Catelli called Sweet Cables, which is a cabled cowl neck, short sleeve top. and. I need to find yarn for this. I definitely want to knit this. So this is probably going to be one of my projects at the top of my list at Stitches for Yarn Shopping. And this pattern is part of the Interpretations Collection which Gail and I will be talking about in a little bit. So that is what I am stocking. What are you stocking?
0: I am stocking also patterns from the Interpretations Collection. So <clears throat> the ones specifically that I'm stalking are See You There, which is a gorgeous hoodie, and Laneway, which is a beautiful two color tunic. See You There is by Hohi, and the two color tunic Laneway is by Vera Valimaki. And we'll be talking about those more in depth when we do the review later in this episode. But I swatched for See You There within 48 hours after getting the <laughs> pattern. I was so excited about it. I would have also swatched for Laneway, but I think I've decided that the colors I have at home are not exactly what I want, and I think I'm going to shop for a blue yarn for stripes oh, I think go at well. Stitches. Yeah, yeah, I think I've I've convinced myself that that's what it must be. I so, think that's a great
1: idea because you're using two yarns from Stash and buying the third yarn... At stitches will make it make the whole grouping feel new.
0: That's true. That's absolutely true. (laughs) And one of the yarns that I'll be using has been in my stash for, oh my gosh, almost two years now, I think. So it's time to use the yarn. The other things I'm stocking are patterns by Anna Cohen, who is the designer who works with Imperial Stock Ranch and Imperial Yarns. After our interview, the fabulous interview with Jeannie Carver, I was just awestruck by all of the great patterns by Anna Cohen, and I favorited three in particular. One, which has been in my queue for quite some time, is the Sunburst Shirt Dress, which is knit with their Tracy Two Sport, which I happen to have enough of in my stash in the Rain colorway, which is a beautiful light gray. The other two are the Rimrock Cardigan and the Essential Sweater Dress, with their, which are both knit with their Columbia Base, But Jeannie said that the Columbia and the Erin are pretty much interchangeable, and I happen to have in my stash. (laughs) So the more I think about it, I think that essential sweater dress, I don't think I'm going to knit that with Erin because I think I would swelter. It would just be too warm, Mm -hmm. but I want to knit it. It's super, super cute, and I've been living in things like tunics over leggings. So both the Sunburst shirt dress and the essential sweater dress and the Laneway tunic, all perfect for my current wardrobe. And the other thing I wanted to mention about the Sunburst Shirt Dress, it's really a neat pattern. It has little cap sleeves. The front comes all the way up to your collarbone, but the back has a scoop in the back that is almost like a shawl collar scoop that isn't what you expect looking at the front of the pattern. And kind of from the waist down is a textured pattern. I don't remember if it's cables or not, but it's unique in that it has different textures going on. It has a surprise in the back. And it just looks very entertaining, so I'm looking forward to knitting that fairly soon. It's pretty high up in my queue at the moment. (laughs) So, that's what I'm stocking. Okay. What are you knitting?
1: I am just about finished with my Hito Fude cardigan, which is a pattern by Hiroko Fukatsu. I need to steam the piece to see if I want to add a pattern repeat or if it's long enough I suspect that it is long enough because once I steam it the lace is going to bloom quite a bit I suspect and I think the garment will become longer if, Probably, once I steam yeah. it. it's still on the needle so I'm not going to be able to I could but I'm not going to wash it I'm just going to steam it just to give me an idea of where it's going to end up. And then after that, all I need to do is the ribbing. I think it's nine rows of ribbing and I will be done. Oh, you're so close. I'm so close. So close. So close. So, close. So, 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 so close. I can taste it. <laughs> the second thing I am knitting is a new design by Hohilo Catelli that will be released soon. It is a cardigan with a cable front and I am knitting that in Madeline Tosh DK in the logwood color, which is my perfect color. (laughs) Every time I see Dyer's natural Dyer's, I always reach for the logwood. And even though Madeline Tosh is not naturally dyed, they do have a color that is suggestive of the natural coloring of logwood, and this one is my perfect color. I love it. Love it. Love it absolutely beautiful and I should describe it it's a grayish purple grayish purple
0: kind of like parts lavender. of the sky right yes now. <laughs> actually it's sunset here and we're enjoying the amazing colors of our sky it
1: is and I realized I didn't bring a little light and it's going to be too dark to knit pretty soon
0: <laughs> is there such a thing you're, you're yes. just knitting on a swatch you could I do yeah, it in that's the movie true. theater I'm so. just
1: in a swatch, knitting a swatch so who knows but Yes. Logwood, my perfect color. Absolutely love it.
0: Didn't you say you could eat it, breathe it, sleep it, drink it? I could it, eat drink it, it? <laughs> breathe it, sleep it.
1: Yes. I could knit forever in yarns that are just different yarns, all in shades of logwood. So, so if someone asked you if you were going to be goal.
0: on a desert island for the rest of your life, what yarn would you have? It would be whatever base in logwood. Yeah. Okay.
1: I don't know what my desert island Yarn base, base would, be. would be, but the color would have to be logwood. Gotcha. Does logwood look good in the bright sunlight?
0: <laughs> of course, it's beautiful. But well, Mother nature I mean, created in it. The
1: only, you know, in in that kind of. You, Because you always assume the desert island, it's going to be 100 degrees. Yeah, <laughs>
0: probably not where you want to have the hand-knits. Yeah. But, you know, if it's a, a tropical island with all yeah. that beautiful green. Tropical, that's green, the word I was looking for. All the beautiful green, it would go really well with yeah. verdant green, in my opinion.
1: So that project was sort of my unofficial Olympic project because I was, I am trying to finish it on time. For Hohe so that she can, I can have this done by the time she officially releases the pattern. But I'm kind of having a minor tendonitis flare, so I've had a couple of nights where I did not knit. So I don't, don't know her. if it's going to be a sprint to the finish, but I will finish.
0: Don't sprint if it's going to break you. <laughs>
1: exactly, exactly. i like last learned year or my last lesson. Olympics. Last that was the Summer Olympics, yep. and so it seems to be a thing with me and the Olympics. But what are you knitting, Gail?
0: Let's see. I am knitting. Okay. To be perfectly honest, I'm going to tell you I'm still knitting these things. But I really did finish them. (laughs) A week ago when we recorded, I was still knitting. Learn to knit a log blanket, which I'm knitting for. Log cabin. Thank you. Learning to knit a log cabin blanket. It's done. It's off the needles. (laughs) But last week I was still knitting it. It's fantastic. Loved the pattern, as you've heard me rave about because I've been knitting on this since January, (laughs) loved it. I'm extremely happy with the result. It was even fun to seam it. And I don't usually like seaming, but it was a dream to seam. It looks beautiful. I'm surprised at how almost professional the seaming looks. I'm very pleased with how it turned out. I think that the fact that I was seaming on Cascade 220 Superwash was a big help there because it plumps up so nicely when you block it. And it's a good thing I finished it because I found out that her baby shower is Saturday the 22nd, which is our last day at Stitches. So we will be driving home from Stitches, and I will be going to a baby shower on the way home from Stitches. So very crazy timing, but I'm glad I got it finished. It's beautiful. And the other thing is the Summer Festival Cardigan, which was my self-indulgent sweater for our self-indulgent knit along and i've also finished that since last week it is actually laid out blocking on my bedroom floor as we speak and fabulous loved 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 the yarn which is womai's lace garn and the color is just fantastic charlene you're gonna love it Mm -hmm. so that's finished and brickless, the shawl patterned by Martina Bem is still on the needles, and I'm knitting that with Miss Babs' Yauzo What a Skein in the Deep Sea Jellyfish colorway, which is really fun. And that one's not getting any attention because I was working so hard to finish the other ones. So that's what I am knitting/slash have knit. <laughs> <laughs> the same three patterns you've heard me talk about since <laughs> January, but you won't hear me talk about them anymore. Ta-da.
1: What have you finished? (laughs) I have finished, let's see, I think last episode we talked, or last episode I had cast on a hat perhaps to knit during the recording. So I finished that. That's going to be another Halos hat. I need to pack all of those hats up tomorrow. Oh, yeah. And get them ready to take. I have. I forgot to do that this weekend, it was on my list to do, and then I did not do it, so I need to go out to the garage into my finished box and count out how many hats I have. Fun! I also finished my Hermione's socks, Hermione's Hermione's Everyday Socks is the pattern name. And those I knit in a Ladybug Fiber Company MCN self-striping yarn. And Ladybug is a small dyer located in California. And Gail gave me this yarn and for Christmas. And I cast on socks and finished them in just about a week. They were really fun to knit. They're I, super cute. Yeah, super,
0: I, super cute. I
1: haven't knit socks in a long time. And it was really fun. And it just makes me want to knit more. And I think what I'm going to do is take that pattern and there's a few things that I usually do now that I've gone through the process. I remember I had a number that I usually cast on and this one was a little bit more. So I think I'm just gonna go through and tweak the pattern a little bit and play around with it. Knit another pair of socks and see if I can get a better
0: fitting sock for me. So basically you're going to take the pattern as written and tweak it for your size needs? Yeah, Okay. I cool. think so. That's always fun. Well, and <laughs> is that because you're such an experienced sock knitter that you just know what the stitch count needs to be kind of for your foot? Do you have like a... I
1: think it's just because once you've knit so many socks, you get a better feel for how I personally like my socks to fit and how many stitches I like to knit around. Different sock knitters knit with different size needles and also have a different tension. Mm -hmm. I personally have to knit with two millimeter needles to get a tight fabric, which is the way I prefer. And I also prefer my socks to be a little bit, probably tighter, smaller. I don't know. Negative
0: ease, maybe? Yeah, less
1: ease than some people prefer. I know that they last longer that way for me. They slip less in my shoe, and so they're more comfortable. Okay. So that's why I do that. And the third thing that I finished was my last pair of the Seamless Saloma slippers that were for my mom's birthday. So, how
0: many pairs total?
1: I'm not sure. I think about 10 or 11. Nice. And the pattern that I'm using was a pattern that was reworked by Megan Williams to knit the slippers in the round. And the pattern is a free pattern on Ravelry. As is the Hermione's Everyday Socks
0: pattern. And didn't we look when we recorded last week, and there were almost six thousand pairs of Hermione's Everyday Socks yeah, on I Ravelry? Yeah, So
1: I was just trying to pull that up. Yeah, an incredibly so popular pattern. And so that is. speaks it's, a it's, lot to
0: the quality of the pattern. If
1: you look at the pattern, pattern, the sock category on Ravelry, it's one of the hot now. Oh, the top of that popular list. Popular patterns, yeah. yeah. So those are the three things that I have finished. What have you finished?
0: I've also finished three things. I knit the Siemens cap, which is a free pattern on Ravelry by the designer, Brenda Zuck. And I knit this with my Rowan Cash Soft Four Ply, which is a fingering weight yarn. And I held it doubled and it gave such a nice, beautiful fabric for the hat. I'm extremely happy with how the hat turned out. And I just dropped that hat off this morning. It is a gift for one of my friends who works at my gym, and he's leaving to go into the military. So I knit this for him to keep his head warm wherever he happens to be stationed. And I'm gonna miss him a lot. He was a lot of fun. So that, well, miss him, he's gonna be fine. He just won't be at the gym to entertain me anymore. (laughs) So that's the first thing I finished. The second thing I finished was the Bigger Booga Bag, which is a pattern by Julie Anderson. And that's a pattern you can purchase on Ravelry, I knit the biggest Booga bag about a year or so ago, and I use it all the time. And I got this wild hair that I just had to use up all the Cascade 220 Sport in my stash. I just had to do it. I don't know where that urge came from, but it hit, and by that night, I had dug out all my 220 Sport and had the pattern out and was casting on. And I have blocked it, felted it, and blocked it, And it's strange that the blocking it fit perfectly over the sewing machine cover we have i was out in the garage (laughs) looking for the right shape and i brought it in and mike said that's weird it fits perfectly (laughs) he was just able to pull the edge of the bag down over the edge of the sewing machine cover so it's just a perfect shape i'm very pleased with how it turned out and i basically just did stripes using up all the colors I had. I had some random colors, and they turned out looking pretty good together. The only one that looks a little bit odd is the gold color. I think it's called Orange Sherbert, but it's a really nice pattern, a super easy fast knit, and it gives you a fabulous bag when you're done. So I highly recommend the Bigger and Biggest Booga Bag pattern, and she has the Booga Bag as well, which is obviously smaller than Bigger and biggest, so super fun pattern. And the third one I knit, also a free pattern on Ravelry, is the Barley Hat by Tin Can Knits. And you heard Charlene talk about this because she has knit it as well.
1: It's a really fun pattern. It is.
0: <laughs> it's it's a completely mindless pattern.
1: Easy. It just has a little garter stitch panel, which is very plain, but it looks very nice and it's fun to knit.
0: Yeah, and it's completely male or female oriented depending on the color you choose of course it could go either way and i knit it using the rest of my cascade 220 superwash that i had from a hat i knit for christmas and it worked perfectly for the child size hat and what did i want to mention about the hat oh it's from the simple collection by tin can knits and If you have never knit a hat before and you're looking for an easy pattern to start, this is the one. They have tutorials built in for every technique you might need to use. So I highly recommend that pattern as well. That, again, is the Barley Hat by Tin Can Knits. I will definitely be knitting lots more of those for Mm -hmm. my charity hat knitting. They're great. And you could use any kind of yarn, too. It's written for worsted, I think, but you could adapt that easily. Yes, you could. It's a good one. All right, and we're doing a What Are You Swatching this episode, right?
1: Yes, if I can read my notes.
0: (laughs) There, we can turn on the car light. Oh, there there we go. go. (laughs) Okay. So we are swatching Erin Yarn from Imperial Yarns, and that's E-R-I-N, Yarn. One thing I did want to tell you before we start talking about the yarn, you have heard me talk about Erin Yarn since the beginning of our podcast, and I've always referred to it as Madeline Tosh Erin Yarn. It is the same base. It's The base is by Imperial Ranch. And for a time, Madeline Tosh was purchasing undyed yarn from Imperial Yarns and then hand-dyeing it. So most of the Imperial Yarn Aran that I have in my stash was from the days when Madeline Tosh was dyeing the yarn. I do have some that is dyed by Imperial Yarns as well. But when I refer to the Mad Tosh Aran, it's because they dyed it. So, with that in mind, this is a worsted weight yarn, and it is worsted spun. It's a three-ply yarn, and it is 100% Columbia wool, which Jeannie described on our last podcast, the interview. That is a, what they call the American breed of sheep. So, it's a really, really delightful yarn. What did you think about it, just in general?
1: I loved how it made my stitches look so even and plump and plump yes sometimes i can if i'm not paying attention i my purl stitches end up larger i often will knit stockinette in in a way that i knit through the back loop so that my stitches end up more even my pearls and my knits end up more even so you knit your pearls
0: through the back loop
1: I actually knit through the back loop and I knit my pearls through I knit my pearls I don't know if you'd say backwards or (laughs) I'm gonna watch
0: how you do that. I've heard you mention it before but I've never watched you do it.
1: Yeah, I don't I don't do it all the time. Like I said, some yarns show that sort of unevenness more than others and that's one of the great reasons to swatch. And then sometimes I don't knit like that. My It just depends on the yarn, Mm -hmm. the time, I don't know.
0: The pattern, if there's a texture, if there isn't. Exactly.
1: Sometimes I do it, sometimes I don't. But I loved how this yarn just magically seemed to make my stitches look so even and smooth. I really liked it. That was my main overall observation.
0: See, I'm trying to be very objective here, but flat out, it's my favorite yarn base I've ever knit with, hands down. Of all the FOs I have knitwear, the most often used base in my closet is Mm -hmm. Erin Yarn, hands down. And I would, I do hoard the sweater quantities I have left, (laughs) and I won't knit with them until I find the exact perfect project for it. And the Solstice sweater I'm wearing right now that I knit with Aaron, This is the Fragrant Colorway dyed by Madeleine Tosh. This was another sweater once. This was the Opposite Pole sweater by Hohi Locatelli. I knit mine too big, so I ripped it out and I knit the Solstice with it. So this yarn has been two sweaters and it still looks perfect. It does pill a little bit. I'm not going to say it doesn't. And I think that's because of the fiber, Jeannie explained to us last week that it is worsted-spun. I had speculated that it was woolen-spun because it's so light and lofty. But it's light and lofty because of the fiber, not because of the way it's spun. But it does result in a tiny bit of pilling. I mean, I've been wearing this sweater every single day for Mm -hmm. two weeks, and that's not too much pilling in the high friction areas. We're looking at my armpit right now. It's very attractive. (laughs) And there's really very little pilling, but there is some. So that's one thing to be aware of with this yarn. But again, I will endure the pilling for the the base any day. It's incredibly warm without being stifling because it's such a lofty yarn. And I, once again, am skipping our categories. So oh, texture, right. what was your we texture should. report texture. or rating? Okay,
1: texture, let me get my little notes. Texture is something we rank rate from smooth to a kinky texture and I thought this one was fairly smooth and had a very very even twist which I I love.
0: 100% agree it's not splitty at all no yeah it's um smooth but I don't want to say rustic because that's not the right word rustic to me implies that it's almost scratchy this isn't scratchy at all but it's it's loftiness gives it an interesting texture to me I would call it smooth but different smooth. It's not smooth like Madelintosh Vintage or Cascade 220 wool. To me sure. it's it's a little bit different than that, but I don't really know how to explain how. Airy. Airy. They <laughs> keep saying lofty. And that's well, that would be
1: something that I would rank in our third category, density. I think, as density. yeah I
0: think it it has more room
1: for air pockets.
0: But do you think that density is reflected in the texture? Maybe that's what it is. Yeah. An air It all works together. <laughs> yeah. Because sure, your yarn is a little bit smoother than this, I think. Hm. See,
1: I think they're both smooth, but this one is probably has more air in it. So it's almost like it has
0: more grab.
1: Less I don't
0: know. Like yeah. if if you got stuck on Velcro it's in this sweater drapey. you'd be in trouble. If no, if it's not creepy at all.
1: Our density category would be a very drapey yarn as an alpaca going to a very lofty yarn, something that's light and lofty, such as kids' okay is is kind of what I think is the ultimate and yeah. lofty. But that's somewhat more lofty than this. This is Malabrigo Rios.
0: Yeah. So the way I would describe it, so this is a cardigan sweater. It does not drape. Of course it hangs because it's gravity, but it's not like a drapey. I wouldn't use this to knit a shawl or something like that. I use it to knit something that's sturdier. It doesn't stand up on its own, but it certainly isn't going to lounge across Mm -hmm. your shoulders Mm -hmm. per se. So that's our density rating. What about sheen? Low sheen. Yeah. I don't think it has any sheen to it. And fuzz factor.
1: Small amount of fuzz. Yep but not as an itchy fuzz, No, just a soft halo-y fuzz. (laughs) Yeah, very
0: slight halo to the yarn as I'm I'm looking at my sleeve, and like I said, I've been wearing it every day for two weeks. Slight, slight fuzz. And I think that it's a tiny bit slighter now than it was when I first knit it with the first sweater. Yeah. So this has been through a lot of manhandling. That's right, it has. Wearability?
1: I think it would be okay for next to skin but I probably would not wear it next to skin, just because my preference is usually with a t-shirt or something underneath it. Mm -hmm. And because of the gauge of this yarn, it's just probably something that I would not wear. I would probably wear it more as a cardigan or a sweater over a t-shirt, that kind of thing. But it's not scratchy. Not at all. But I think it could be worn next to the skin.
0: It was funny, I wrote in my notes, remember we my notes are from last week, and I've mm-hmm. been wearing this, you know, six, seven, eight days since then. Mm-hmm. I had written in my notes, not for cowls maybe, meaning not mm. right up against your neck. Mm-hmm. I am wearing this with a tank top, and I have it on my bare arms and my bare shoulders, and there is no itch, scratch, or anything. It's just fuzzy, warm delightfulness. <laughs> so I, it is next to skin on me, and I'm I'm loving it, so... I guess I could knit a cow with yeah. it. It wouldn't be my first <laughs> choice because it would be a cow that would kind of stand up more as opposed to drape. But I give it a next-to-skin rating. Cool. Yeah. And
1: blocking. Why don't you speak to the blocking since you've blocked that whole
0: sweater recently? Well, it wow. did bloom a little bit upon blocking, but it wasn't enough to change I think I might have gone up one needle size after blocking, so maybe it bloomed just enough mm-hmm. to push me over that edge, but it's not any more substantial of a bloom than most worsted weight yarns that I've used, so really happy with the way it blocked out. Do and you, it,
1: Do you feel your gauge changed substantially after blocking? No. As in, did your garment change size?
0: No. No, okay. no, no. It only, um, let's see... No, it did not really because I knit it intentionally with nice long sleeves because I literally wear this pulled down to my knuckles so that mm-hmm. it keeps my hands warm, and I wanted it that way so that was the way I knit so the garment. Your so your
1: stitches just looked fuller after blocking. Perhaps. Yes,
0: exactly. Okay. Yeah, so it gave it a little bit more size, but hardly anything noticeable. Not like a super wash yarn right. at all. It didn't right. do anything didn't like grow. a super wash yarn. Yeah. No, 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 no. Yeah. So. But again, my favorite yarn of all time. <laughs> I will gladly knit with Erin again and again and again. So I'm super happy with this yarn. Yay! Yay! <laughs> <laughs> okay, and we are going to review the new pattern collection called Interpretations by Hohi Locatelli and Vera Valimaki. But did we want to do our thank yous and stuff first in case people don't want to listen to the review? That would be fine. We wanted to give a huge thank you from the bottom of our little hearts to all of you who left us star reviews yes. and other reviews on, on iTunes, iTunes after our second year, well, we're starting our third year of podcasting. Mm-hmm. You guys are awesome. Thank you so much. It was just so much fun to see those numbers go up and read the fantastic reviews. You guys are so sweet. And it really just made me smile Never's every single rock. day. absolutely <laughs> rock. And we also wanted to give a wee little update on the self-indulgent knit-along. So we're cruising along on that. There are a lot are of finished objects. a lot objects. of finished
1: objects. Yep. A lot of entries. Yep. My hito Day will be there hopefully soon.
0: And that my was... summer festival will yes. be
1: there. Yay.
0: Although we're not supposed to post in the fo thread because we can't win prizes we can't win prizes but we can but if we pull our own, yeah if we pull our own (laughs) post we obviously won't give ourselves prizes right (laughs) but i do want to remind you please only one post per person so if you've knit more than one self-indulgent item woohoo way to go (laughs) but please put all the pictures in the same post all you need to do is click the edit button at the bottom of your post and you can add to it whenever you want and that way it's fair. Everybody gets one entry into the knit along and I don't like being a police person. So I don't like deleting know, people's posts. Know, so please I don't make don't me do that. I don't either. And some of us have gotten a little, we get so excited looking at finished objects that we comment back in the I thread. I did that. I I, know I, you
1: did. I have to go back and delete my post because I commented.
0: See, Oops. even we do it because yep. we get so excited. So we are trying to keep the chatter in the chatter thread just so that it's easier when we do the random number generator for prizes. And oh, are we going to have some awesome prizes? <laughs> Tammy from Candy Skein Yarn is bringing a skein of her savory fingering to stitches for a prize. Yay! Kim from Western Sky Knits is going to donate yarn. Uh, Carrie from Glow Yarn is donating yarn. And I think think Corita is also. Yay! And we also have, Corita of Neighborhood Fiber Company, and we also have other yarn that's already in our prize stash to give away, so I think that's at least two or three other skeins that we have in our prize stash to give yeah. away, so at least, yeah. so oh, we'll have more than that is we'll the a Hedgehog things. Fiber for Inez? Yeah. So, lots of really great prizes. We haven't posted any of those prizes yet, but believe me, they're going to be fun!
1: And the deadline for entering that I believe is March 20th. Yeah. I think was the date and that that is the date of the spring solstice.
0: Yeah so that means over a month to go.
1: So there's still time.
0: Yeah lots of time. Still time to complete your project. That's enough time to need a whole other sweater for a lot of people. And then the
1: thread for the Imperial Yarns contest is still open in our Ravelry group go there and post an entry about the yarn you would like to try or a pattern you would like to knit from the Imperial Yarns line. Just gives everybody a chance to go look and see what the Imperial offerings are. And we will close the entries for that on February 28th and pick a winner and announce that on the following episode.
0: And there are four winners, right? I think there aren't there four? There are four.
1: four, There are four skeins for prizes yeah. that Genie and Imperial yarns have offered and those are now listed at the top of the po- the top of the thread, thread. in yep. our rivalry group for when a skein of imperial
0: yarn. I have read each and every one of those posts, and they're so. some of them are so awesome. <laughs> Thank you guys so much for all the awesome feedback you've been giving us about the different interviews and stuff, too. I know you aren't all into interviews, but we've been trying to do interviews and then a regular episode, an interview and a regular episode to kind of mix them up. But we've just had so much fun interviewing these people, yeah. and it's... Mm-hmm. We're just we love the feedback. We love knowing that you're learning, that you're appreciating it, that you're just getting the benefit from that. These everybody yeah. loves
1: hearing about it as much as we do. because yeah. for Gail and I, this is all new too. And when we first conceived of the Wool series, we thought we would have three episodes all in a row, all talking about wool. And as we contacted folks and put it together, because of people's schedules, we realized that it wasn't going to work to have three episodes in a row. And some of the feedback we received people like to have regular episodes interspersed with it as well. And we found that actually we prefer that as well. Yeah. Because we like to have that regular connection. With people with our regular episodes it seems like a very long time if we go several episodes mm-hmm. in a row where we don't have a regular episode so and we can't talk is, about what we're knitting right. and we're stalking <laughs> and we start to go through withdrawals so this is kind of the pattern that i think we'll do when we have series and what i will do is create one blog post that has a listing of all of our wool episodes in it so that if you need to refer to which episodes are parts of the wool series you'll be able to find that all in one spot. Cool. So that's the information about the wool series and enter the contest and win a prize and yeah, that's all of our news. We'll We'll be at Stitches. Oh my gosh! By the time this is released, Stitches West you may hear this the weekend of Stitches West, or you might hear it after After. Stitches West. If you are going to be at Stitches West and don't know our schedule, we have some, there are some posts in our Ravelry group that you can check to see where we will be.
0: Yeah, because today is Tuesday, carol who is cdn carol from ohio arrives tomorrow she's gonna to spend the night at my house tomorrow and we go to stitches thursday morning mm-hmm. so we'll be helping kim and heather from western Sky skynets set up their booth on thursday we are so excited to see them thursday we'll be shopping and i think we're all going to the bar in the or evening. friday we'll be shopping well, we get to shop Thursday. Evening Thursday too. evening. Yeah. Yes.
1: That's true. Yeah. I'm confused. And then Friday, <laughs> Friday we're we'll shopping all shopping. day. Yes.
0: And we will be at the Alpen Glow booth at five o'clock on Friday evening. And then I think we're all going out for dinner Friday evening. Uh, we all being just a bunch of people who want to go. Have contact exactly. And Saturday, we are going to be working in the neighborhood fiber company booth from eleven thirty to two. Then there is a meetup in the hotel bar for anyone who wants to be there. Podcaster, listeners, podcast
1: podcasters, hostesses, podcast yeah, whoever,
0: <laughs> in the hotel bar, 2 to 4. And then we will be back in the neighborhood fiber company slash cephalopod yarns slash dragonfly fiber yarns. It's team awesome. At 4 o'clock for a drawing. So very cool. There will be lots of chances to meet all of you. I'm so excited. So, probably the easiest place to find us is going to be Saturday. We're nailed down yeah. all day. So, yeah. if you see us, please come and say hi. Please, please, please. We'd love to meet <laughs> all of you. It's so much fun to put faces to Ravelry avatars and usernames. Oh, that was a thread I started last week. I was sitting oh, in front yes, of my computer doing did. one of the training classes and I was so bored. I thought, <laughs> "What can I do for fun?" I thought, "Oh, let's see if anyone wants to share the origin of their Ravelry username and their Ravatar. So if you're interested in sharing that, I'd love to hear it. And there is a thread in our group on Ravelry. So I think that's all the updates. That is all the updates. So
1: So, shall
0: we review interpretations? Yeah.
1: Now we'll talk about a collection of 12 patterns from Hohe Locatelli and Vera Balamaki called Interpretations. And it is a collection that is based on six words and each designer has a pattern based on the themes of subtle, rhythmic, reflection, crisp, sheer, and soft. So six words, six patterns from each for a collection of 12 patterns and three shawls, one hat, two cowls, four cardigans, two pullovers, including one tunic. All the patterns are sold separately, but Gail and I were saying that it would make a lovely book. They could all be one book. In fact, uh, Vera and Hohe have a lookbook online that you can find from any of the pattern pages.
0: And the lookbook is fantastic. The
1: lookbook is lovely. So if you get a chance, do take a look at that and look at the collection that way because the lookbook is very pretty.
0: Yeah, their pictures are fantastic. They did outdoor shots and I am so impressed with the photography. Great close-ups, great styling and just they're they're both such natural women that they just it's very appealing to me it's not like models who are strangely positioned and posed to just hang let the sweater hang just right these are two normal people who are wearing their sweaters and projects and feeling really happy about it and you can see that come through in their faces and their smiles in the pictures so great job ladies great great job and a couple other just general comments about the patterns like charlene said lots of different projects lots of different yarn weights too so everything from lace weight to worsted weight you're going to find something that fits into something you have in your stash probably and another thing that i thought was really interesting is that they're almost all really big projects the hat of course is a one skein mm-hmm. project worsted weight no it's dk weight dk weight hat oh, okay and the cowl of hohees I think is one skein of fingering plus scraps because it has cool stripes in it. Mm -hmm. But I think every other project is at least two skeins of yarn. The
1: shawls are big shawls, very very generous shawls.
0: shawls. Mm -hmm. They're gorgeous. Yeah. So what were
1: some of your favorites? Well, my favorite shawl, since we just mentioned shawls, is called At Dawn. And it is a two color shawl pattern by Hohe. Somewhat striped and The stripes are going in different directions. Absolutely beautiful. That's my favorite shawl. I do like the hat pattern called Fathom. That's by Vera Valamaki. I like the fine-tuned cowl that you mentioned is a mostly one color cowl, but then you take scraps and knit it in varying directions with short rows. That one is really ingenious. I think that one looks really fun to knit.
0: And that's a ho pattern. That's
1: a ho pattern. I also want to make the cardigan called See You There, which is a cabled cardigan with a hood. And I think I have a perfect yarn and stash for that. You do. My my Madeline Tosh vintage vintage yarn in Night Bloom, which I've had in stash for a long, long time because the longer it sits in stash, it takes on the era Aura of being almost too good to use. (laughs) Can't let it too special. I can't. I can't let that happen. And I've been trying to find the perfect pattern, but that's part of it. The longer it sits in stash, the more I want to find the perfect pattern. So I'm hoping that this will be the perfect pattern.
0: Oh, you can get gauge with vintage for sure. I think so. I think so.
1: And then the sweet cables pullover, which I previously mentioned, is a short sleeve. Pullover top with a cabled cowl cowl neck. I really like that one, but I need to find some yarn for it. It was written for is it Malabrigo Silky? Yep. It was the original yarn. Yep. So something in that gauge. I don't think I want to use the Malabrigo Silky. So we'll we'll um, I'll be looking for a substitution for that
0: but it has to be a fairly drapey yes, yarn, right? exactly. yeah exactly
1: exactly cuz that i i can't remember the percentage of silk but it's shiny and drapey drapey yeah, yeah. What are your favorites?
0: Okay, my first favorite is the Laneway, which I mentioned earlier by Vera Vallimacki. And I think I'm pronouncing her last name correctly, because someone sent us that phonetic Mm -hmm, spelling mm -hmm. once. Mm -hmm. Um, For those of you who are saying, you're mispronouncing that. (laughs) um, That is from the um, inspiration word of soft. And it is a tunic with long sleeves. And it has an asymmetric stripe pattern that goes from the top down to... Just about below the waist, I would guess. So the stripes are kind of a zigzag stripe that are really interesting. And it has pockets, which I just adore. And I'm going to knit it about the same length as shown in her project or pattern pages. And it just looks like a fun th- garment to wear. And quite a few people are already knitting it with some fabulous color choices. I have in my stash the Uncommon Thread Lush twist which is actually the yarn that vera used in the pattern and i just happen to have the same base in my stash that has been there for almost two years so i'm going to use that and it's the colorway called confetti so it's a light gray with little tiny pops of color and the pops are yellow hot pink and a really beautiful blue like oceana from madeline tosh if you've ever seen that or aqua from western sky knits And I really want to find that color to be my contrasting color stripe. So I'm going to bring some of my confetti to stitches and see if I can match that up. So that's my first favorite, Laneway. Mm -hmm. My second favorite is the cabled cardigan hoodie, See You There, that Charlene just mentioned, which is a pattern by Hohe. And that is written for worsted weight yarn, and I swatched right after I got the pattern, I swatched for that, but the yarn I have in stash is just a little bit too light to get gauge. It's not gonna work, it's not substantial enough. So I'll be shopping for yarn for that (laughs) at Stitches. I'm thinking that Western Sky Knits Magnolia worsted is gonna be perfect for that. So I'm hoping I find just the right colorway. That is a really beautiful raglan-shaped sweater, and the cables are on the front, and I believe in a panel on the back, mm-hmm. I think so, yeah. with a nice hood, and it's just a classic sweater that I can see wearing all I the time. So, yeah,
1: that was kind of my feeling about
0: yeah, it, too. I'd be tempted to, to put a zipper in it, as opposed to buttons, but we'll mm, see.
1: interesting thought. Yeah, yeah. I'm thinking
0: about it. I like that. And that's from the inspiration word, CRISP. And oh, I think, good.
1: You wrote down the inspiration yeah. words because I did not, so. Please well, crisp, them.
0: crisp seemed the perfect word for that, too, because the cables are really crisp. Mm-hmm. So I like it.
1: One, it's something you would wear. When it's crisp. You could outside. wear on a fall day yeah. when the air is crisp.
0: Exactly. <laughs> so very, very nice match of word and pattern. And the last one that I really want to knit is called sheer. No, I'm sorry. It's called thoughts, and the keyword was sheer. And that is another ho pattern. It's also a cardigan sweater. It's knit in lace weight yarn, which is going to be perfect for our climate. And it has a one closure at the front that's a little bit kind of midway between your waist and the bottom of your bust. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people are wearing it open. ho knit it so that it's almost knee length. And I'm going to knit it to be just under the butt length, tunic I think. Length. Yeah, more of a tunic length. My friend Karen... In the Netherlands knit it to that length and it's gorgeous. I have some Pop Rocks Madelintosh lace <laughs> in my stash that's been there for far too long that I think will be a beautiful box I think that will be great. Yeah that's I'm exactly super excited. That's sweater
1: that that yarn has been waiting for. I think you're right. Yeah
0: <laughs> it's been waiting a long time for the right sweater. It has and been I it and I think that's it. Yeah it's a beautiful sweater that has an interesting eyelet pattern to it on the back and beautiful shaping so that it kind of it doesn't flare out that's not the right way to describe it but it's kind of fitted at the waist and it's just a beautiful sweater i can see it being i think we discussed this the last time we recorded the perfect throw over to make any outfit look classy so you can go from casual you're wearing jeans or whatever you put that sweater on and you instantly look like you're dressed at a higher level yeah
1: this sweater could go Work. It could go casual. Yep. It could go dressy. It could go playtime.
0: Yes, exactly. So I'm super excited about all three of those sweaters slash tunic, and can't wait to knit them all. I it's just, a beautiful collection. It's really, I want really to knit pretty. So
1: many pieces. I mentioned one, two, three, four, five, but I could seriously see all those pieces being in my wardrobe.
0: Yeah, even the shawls and things. I would love to knit. Mm-hmm. There's one. I can't remember the name of it right now, the wrap by Vera that is gradiated in color, and it's just so, fade, fade is the name of it, I think. That one was really beautiful.
1: There are so many ways you could do that, too. You could knit it in three different colors, as Vera did in the sample. You could knit it in the same color with... A carry along thread of three different colors. Oh, there's yeah. so many different ways you could fade it out. You could knit it in a gradient yarn. Yeah, you could spin up a gradient yarn. There's there's all kinds of special things you could do with well, it. And you know what
0: I was just thinking to myself. I was thinking, yeah, you know, it's a lot of yardage and it's awfully big, and I don't know what to do with stoles. I think mm-hmm. they're beautiful, but then. I don't know what to do with them. They just oh. never seem like they look right on really? me. And I don't know how to wrap them. And I was just thinking you could turn that into a cowl. You could. You could absolutely yeah. knit that flat narrower mm-hmm. and s- graft it together. And that would be a beautiful you cowl. Could. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> so obviously we are big supporters and lovers of the new interpretations collection. No surprise because we <laughs> love <laughs> Hohe and Although I've never knit any of Vera's patterns, I've always loved them, so. I
1: have knit a Vera pattern. I made a tunic last year. Still light tunic. And I haven't worn that too much because I made it so long, and I keep thinking, oh, maybe I made it too long. But then when I try it on with leggings, it's just right, so I just need to remember to wear it. Yeah.
0: Because that's the kind of thing that I wear all the time lately. Yeah, it's a
1: very, it was a very nice pattern, very nice knit, and I need to wear that piece more often. I just need to be reminded to pull it out and
0: wear it. That's funny because I've been wearing my tunics a lot, and I don't need to be reminded, but there are other things (laughs) I totally need to be reminded about. Like my shawls. I hardly ever wear my shawls. Oh, okay. I wear my cowls all the time, (laughs) but the shawls just sit there being neglected because they fall off of me, and they need... I have to fiddle to keep them on. So we need to. Give me a shawl wearing lesson.
1: (laughs) To wear different things. Yes,
0: this is true. Okay, well, it is now pitch dark here. It is. The beautiful lights of the wharf are glimmering in reflection on the water.
1: And I can't see anything out in the ocean, and I can see one blinking blue green light coming from the lighthouse.
0: Yep. That's a beautiful green light that's pulsing <laughs> over there. There are a couple bonfires down on the beach. We can see the lights of Monterey across the bay. And it looks like it's bedtime. Yes. It's not really bedtime. Not really but it looks bedtime, like it should be bedtime. But it's dark
1: here and we need to... Go eat dinner. Go eat dinner and <laughs> wrap this up. Thank you guys for spending an hour with us.
0: Yeah. Thanks for listening. Thanks again for all the great comments, feedback, posts reviews, all that you guys have done for us. Thank you so much. You make podcasting a total joy. And And until the next time, have a good week and happy knitting. knitting. Bye-bye. You can find us on
1: iTunes at Yarniax Podcast. Visit our blog with show notes at yarniax.com. We have a growing Ravelry group and you can follow us on Twitter at Yarniax. Goodbye and good knits.